What are the secrets of those extraordinary individuals that have achieved extraordinary success? Listen to their stories, discover their knowledge bursts, make those connections. Get ready. It's time to start moving forward. Hey, John Lim here. We've got a great episode today. We're moving forward with Deirdre Breckenridge. She's a public speaker, LinkedIn learning video instructor, author of several books on communication, social media, and PR, and host of the Women Worldwide with Deirdre Breckenridge podcast. She is also the CEO of Pure Performance. How are you today, Deirdre? I'm doing really well, John. So, so happy to be with you. Oh, no, it's an honor to have you. I am so impressed with you, Deirdre. Is there anything that you don't do? (laughs) Oh, thank you. Thank you very much. Um, I just try to give as much as I possibly can in in different areas where I know I'm needed. (laughs) Absolutely. And just to give Moving Forward listeners a little background, you and I have been connected on social media for a while. Uh, I think we connected first on Twitter, then Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn. And I believe, if I'm not mistaken, that we first connected through the Winnie Sun Tweet Chat community. So big shout out, big thanks to Winnie Sun. She is so great at bringing people together. And I'm so excited to have you on the show today. And you do so many amazing things. So I would love it if you would start off by sharing with Moving Forward listeners a little bit about your background and how it led you to doing all the great things that you're doing today. So I was actually one of those students who figured out what they wanted to do Mm. early on and stuck with it. I mean, I'm, I'm talking about in high school. Wow. I, I love to write, and that was always something really special for me. And a guidance counselor said, you know, you're, you're a very good writer, and because you are, you can either go into journalism or public relations. Oh, interesting. And I had never heard about PR before. <laughs> and, you know, the more I heard and learned, that was the path that I took, which led into marketing and, you know, all of the different things that I'm doing today. So I was just lucky to have somebody who sort of gave me that, that start. (laughs) Oh, that's fantastic. And what's great about it is that you started out with your love of writing and that blossomed into you exploring other media, such as public speaking, video courses, podcasting, and so much more. I mean, did you ever imagine starting out with one focus that you would end up branching out into all this other media? No, never. Uh, that was not on my mind at all, but because I'm always, um, I'm all about getting brands unstuck, right? Get unstuck in your storytelling, get out of your comfort zone. I work with a lot of executives, find your passion and your voice. So if I'm saying that and I'm advising others, clearly I have to do it for myself. Mm. So when you see me transition from traditional book author, like, and I still, I still have um, a hardcover book, softcover books, but I went from the traditional author to the blogger, to the podcaster, to the LinkedIn learning author or educator, to digital correspondent. That is all to get out of my comfort zone. Yes, and to reinvent. And I love that you're bringing this up because I want to ask you: Was it a difficult transition to go from writing to speaking to video to podcasting to all these other different types of media? So this is a great question, and I feel like it is. A, it's always been a challenge, um, even though people don't know it. Um, there's something about me 
and the way that I grew up, that when I step back, um, it makes me realize I was very protected. And, and you know, my, my parents are the most loving people in the world. But when you're so protected, and rightly so, because, and I'm not going to get into any details of this very interesting little story, but when I was uh, two turning three um, in the late 1960s, when kids just went out on the block and my brother, who was eight years older, was in charge of me, um, I was taken. Oh, wow. And yeah, so, and I was not returned oh my until they found me. And that was very, very scary yeah. for my parents. And what I realized is that my dad became super protective of course of me yeah and i mean yeah. he drove me everywhere until i finally got my license he held my hand mm. uh, for years walking me to school so this transferred over into my life and my career because when you're so protected you tend not to turn to yourself you don't get out of your comfort zone so i have made a conscious effort it, it took me about 10 to 12 good years in my career. And I'm, I'm 30 years now mm -hmm. and I'm always stepping out, but that's a challenge. So I just want it to be really transparent. Sometimes it looks easy. You see people and it looks easy. It isn't necessarily. Yeah. And it's interesting you mentioned that because uh, I was just thinking about this the other day when I was growing up, I, I'm an only child. And when I was younger, I was uh, an introvert. And I remember in third grade, I was invited to give my first public speech at school and when the teacher asked me my first gut reaction was no way there's no way I'm doing that and I remember <laughs> when I went home I got into a big argument with my parents they were like no you're doing this you're you you gotta do this uh, I think they were worried about me being you know socially awkward or whatever and uh, I credit that just them really encouraging me i.e. forcing me to do this that uh, helped me really come into my own later on so I I totally understand uh, where your parents came from, though. I mean, because my parents are also very protective of me growing up. But something I really want to talk to you about, since you came into your own, starting out with writing and then later speaking and now engaging on LinkedIn. And I really want to talk to you about this because I think this is so important. And in a lot of the speeches and presentations that I've been giving, especially for business students, I've talked a lot about the importance of LinkedIn, being present on there, making connections and creating content. So I was wondering if you could talk a little bit about that with our listeners. Oh my gosh. Well, first of all, talk about one big, incredible professional network. Absolutely. Um, so if, if you're in business, <laughs> you need to be on LinkedIn. The connections are amazing. The way that you can participate, collaborate, share, engage. Yes. So LinkedIn in and of itself, um, I find even, even before I became a LinkedIn learning instructor, it was a place where I could connect and it was all about business for me always. And what you share is representative of what you want to do and who you want to attract and the way you want to engage. Um, I was active on LinkedIn as well as other social media platforms. And at the time, it was Linda. So lynda.com had approached me. Now, you, you may know that LinkedIn acquired Linda back in the day, and they're sort of phasing Linda out, and now it's LinkedIn Learning. But being a, a video author has um, opened up 
so, well, first for me, it was reinvention, but it's opened up so many avenues to conversations and discussions around the, the courses that I've done. It's, you know, as a professional, I'm, I'm blessed to say it's led to speaking engagements, consulting, um, interviews. So, you know, whether you're a LinkedIn learning author or not, the value of the learning on LinkedIn is tremendous. Uh, You can tap into influencers and you can find people who want to do business with you. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, it's so funny because back in my corporate days, I was uh, what I call a LinkedIn lurker. (laughs) And what that means is that I had a LinkedIn profile. I would hop on maybe once a week to stalk and see what other people I was connected to were doing. Maybe uh, I would look at it for job postings. But since I've become an entrepreneur, LinkedIn has become so much more a part of what I do every day. So instead of just being a consumer on LinkedIn or a lurker, I now create content. I connect with amazing people like you. So it's been a real, real game changer for me. Yeah. And you know what? I'm, I'm glad you said LinkedIn lurker. The, the first step usually whenever you want to participate is to just go and, you know, lurk, <laughs> to watch, yes. to listen so that you can share, be a part of the culture Every social media community has a culture and and LinkedIn has a culture as well. Absolutely. I could not agree more. So Deirdre, if you had to sum it up, what would you say is your big why? My big why is helping others to find their voice, their passion, and to get unstuck in their storytelling and to really forge the best relationships and to make a difference. I love it. That's what I'm all about. And I, I guess I've been doing it for you know, 30 years, but just didn't really know it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I was an agency owner. I always worked for agencies. Then I was an agency owner. Now I'm a communications consultant and author, and I have so much fun with what I'm doing. But the whole time, it's always been about getting unstuck and finding the voice and the passion and, and the right platforms. I love it. And I, I love the word unstuck. I Thank think you. it is such a it's a great action word, but it also clearly conveys what your mission is, what your big why is. And in that one word, you pretty much communicate what it is you do. So you've got a pretty big why. What would you say is the biggest challenge you face to accomplishing that big why? So I mean time. Time is always a a factor. There's always so much you want to do. And realistically, you're you're only one person. So you have to make sure you find the right people and be able to trust and delegate and build your teams wisely. So I think for me, um, it's the I am I'm much, much better at this phase and delegating and putting teams together. But the natural tendency for the entrepreneur is, uh, let me just get it done. I, I can just, <laughs> I know I can that just one. get that done. So, you know, that that's something that um, I didn't have to deal with when I was in so much the agency environment. But I feel mm-hmm. it more now as the entrepreneur of, uh, and consultant 
that there is that still that tendency. So I, I got to watch that. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm so glad you raised that because that's a challenge that I've had to face. It's one that I've had to work on. And a lot of entrepreneurs and authors and, and folks that I've had on the show face a similar challenge. So I'm curious to ask, what are some of the steps that you've taken either this year or in prior years to move forward or move past this challenge? So I have, um, and actually it wasn't just this year, it's been for a while now. Mm. I have a virtual assistant and I think that that is something that I had fought for a long time. Interesting. Yes. Um, Why do you think that was? I don't know. Something about, oh, the calendar. Nobody should touch the calendar. I have to make sure it's my clients, it's the media, yeah. it's women worldwide and, you know, scheduling guests. But all of those things, um, there are folks out there and I, you know, I have somebody now who just, that's what they do really, really well. Yes, could I do it? Sure, do, but I don't do it as well. And I've messed up, I think it was mm. one huge self-made mistake on my calendar way back when that said, okay, enough. <laughs> like, oh, I just, gosh. Yeah, th this is bad. Um, I, I really, I have to look at it differently. And that's when I discovered the virtual assistant. That is so interesting. I'm so glad you're bringing this up because this is a conversation that I've had with a number of people, people who are using virtual assistants, people who are thinking about them. And I, I'm so curious and I would love to ask you, in your experience, what would you say is the best tip or recommendation you can share when it comes to working with a virtual assistant and making the most out of that relationship? So with any relationship, virtual or whether they're right next to you, you know, a desk next to you, what you invest in the relationship is what you get out of it. So when people come to you with questions, when they want to spend time in the beginning learning, knowing that there is a learning curve and offering just that little bit extra to help your VA, to understand your business, that's the other thing. Mm. Understanding your business and, and what you do, that, that all takes time, but that investment makes it all worth it. I love it. And also it calls back to your big why because it sounds like working with a VA helped you get unstuck in areas with your schedule so that you could focus on your big why of, of helping others get unstuck. Absolutely. I mean, my VA is so um, a part of women worldwide. I mean, that ent entity in and of itself is massive <laughs> scheduling. Yes. And yes, I imagine. So yes. yeah, that is just, um, that has really helped to get me um, unstuck so that I can move in, in different ways and do what I need to do. I love it. What a great example of moving yourself forward so that you can do your work to help others move forward. Well, Deirdre, are you ready for the knowledge burst session? Oh, yes. <laughs> yeah. Sounds like fun. <laughs> I'm so excited. We're going to have a great time. And I'm going to tweak it just a little bit. Because of the work that you do in helping organizations get unstuck, I was wondering, we're about three quarters of the way through of 2018, and I would love it if you would share with our listeners one great tip that you've been providing to a lot of your clients to help them get unstuck and to be clearer about their branding, their messaging, their mission. Well, it's a tip that I'll always share, <laughs> and it's been years, is that fix it before you move forward. Mm. Um, 
If you want to be clearer in your messaging or your mission, make sure you know what people are thinking and how they're feeling about you. Take the time. There's data that you can gather. Talk to people. Understand the challenges and the issues before you head out there and just share and try to engage and connect and drive your business because it will really help you if you take the time to fix what is not going on, but yet at the same time capitalize Mm. on what's working and make that a part of your moving forward strategy. I love it. What a great tip and what a great share. I'm excited to ask you, and this is a question I've started asking my guests more recently. Do you have a practice or habit that runs counter to what most people say you should do, but works really well for you? So I would say that most of my professional colleagues tell me that um, I spend sometimes too much time <laughs> with the students. I'm a big giver. Mm. I, am, I have a, a soft spot. And they're all over me on Twitter, and they're DMing me, and I'm spending time Skyping. And I'm not, I'm not even just talking about my own students. I'm talking about students around the world. I mean, I've even had high schoolers reach out to me. I think I had two in middle school. So most would say, how do you find the time? You know, why? It makes me feel good. Mm, I love it. And I am a giver. And I I can't go counter to my brand and what I just naturally do. Certainly if it's you know, the day I'm on stage with an event, I'm not going to be able to speak with a student, but somewhere along the line, I'm carving out time because I want to help this generation, these younger generations that are stepping into modern communications and it's not easy. And there are a lot of questions that need to be answered. I love that. What a great, great share. And I'm smiling as you're sharing that because I can really tell how passionate you are about this. Uh, Deirdre, I'm curious to ask you, so what small choice or activity, or it could be a big one, are you making today to move forward? It could be something you did this morning or something that you're planning to do after our conversation. Yes. So I am making sure to move forward, focusing on healthy mind, body, and soul. That is something um, every single day. And you know what? That kind of comes out of um, a couple books (laughs) that I've read, but you know, the the Miracle Morning. yeah, with that savers where it's silence, affirmation, visualization, exercise, reading, inscribing. I just feel like if you take care of yourself and, and do the things that keep your mind, body, and soul healthy, then you're going to be able to give, advise, counsel, and of course, help others so much more. What a great share. I absolutely love it. Hey, Moving Forward listeners, you can find links to many of the books and resources mentioned by today's guest, along with offers to try out Audible and Amazon Prime. These are affiliate links for which I receive a small commission, which helps the podcast and is greatly appreciated. You can find these on the write-up for today's episode at bemovingforward.com. Deirdre, are you ready to do a little time travel? Sure. Okay, we're going to step into a time machine and we're setting the date for five years from today. Tell me who you are in 2023. 
So I am the modern communicator who has <laughs> reinvented through whatever new platform <laughs> there is. Um, I, I see women worldwide as a very large part of what I'm doing, uh, taking the podcast far beyond just a podcast into a network of women who are, of course, uh, finding their voice through this platform, but also helping giving others and going into the, the uh, physical realm as well, meeting and helping. So Wonderful. What a great, great vision and what a great future. Deirdre, how can our listeners connect with you and learn about all the fantastic work that you're doing? Well, I would love for them to follow me on Twitter. I am at Dee Breckenridge and ask all the questions <laughs> you want, <laughs> not just my students. Um, also, please um, connect with me on LinkedIn. I would love to connect, engage, share, network, um, and also go to my website. So it's my author's website and my blog. It's very easy. It's DeirdreBreckenridge.com. And we'll have all of that on the write-up. I would love to have you close out the show. So share some parting wisdom with our Moving Forward listeners. Oh, I would love to. Thank you. I would say show up every day and be present and have good intentions and really get out of your comfort zone so that you can experience more of yourself. And when you do that, you're going to be able to really share your talent and give to others. Oh, what a beautiful way to close out the show. Deirdre, I want to thank you so much for taking time out of your super busy schedule to join us today to share your story and some incredible knowledge bursts so that our listeners can get unstuck and move forward. Thank you so much. Thank you, John. It was my pleasure. Absolutely. One more time, moving forward, listeners, check it out. We'll have all the information, all the knowledge bursts, all the links and resources that Deirdre has mentioned today at bemovingforward.com. You can follow us on social at bemovingforward on Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter. Join us next Tuesday for another extraordinary guest. Have a great week. And remember, always be moving forward. Now it's time for you to move forward and unlock the extraordinary in you. Moving Forward is produced by John Lim and Bali Solutions, LLC. All rights reserved.